0: the South shall rise again. Oh wow, what a weekend of quarterfinals. It was just epic. It was amazing. My neighbors hate me now more than ever. I I'm pretty I'm pretty convinced. Um yeah, I mean the heart rate was pumping. Oh it was 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 a wonderful weekend of rugby. Plenty of talking points. Abraham, what you gotta say, buddy? Who's Abraham? It's you, Abe. You know why.
1: <laughs> Honest Well, oh, Shall we call
2: you father? For the time. Uh, look, dude, it was a, an epic weekend. Um, I broke a couple of glasses, uh, nearly got thrown out. Best part of the weekend was whilst watching the old blacks island game, some guy decided to place a bet. I didn't spend a cent and I left that pub. I was finished by the time I left. Finished celebrating that victory, and it was not on me, not a single cent. So that topped it all off, but fucking brilliant rugby all weekend. Brilliant rugby.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow, okay. Apart from being a cheap, cheap, uh, I'll keep, I'll, it's a family show, so I'll be quiet. <laughs> Hizzle to the bizzle. Talk to me, brother. What you think? Yeah, man. Did you enjoy it? What
1: your thoughts? It was a good Saturday, you know. Excellent games there all around. I actually watched the game with some Irish folk, and they were not pleased with me. Oh, yes, definitely not pleased with me. And um, I was eating their meat and drinking their beer. But then again, <laughs> <laughs> why would you invite me? I was eating their beef phrasing. All the pauses, <laughs> all the pauses, <laughs> all of them, <laughs> all the wow. pauses.
2: Wow!
1: <laughs> wow! But yeah, wow. yesterday was the most uncomfortable I've been this entire World Cup. The just the tension in both those games. <sighs> no, I'm you glad that.
0: Uh, but it's it's what? why
1: it's, it's why we watch sport, isn't it? I mean, of course, of course. You know, if I knew the outcome. I wouldn't watch the game. Not even that. It's just that the the emotions and the
0: feelings. The emotions were of pretty course. epic. I think it was, it was, it was just it was just great, you know, to a very large extent. Of course, there was the the, the real sense of injustice at times, which we're gonna which we're gonna delve into. But um for the last part, oh, I man. think I think um, yeah, we came back. We came back oh, yes. to the southern hemisphere, fired some shots. Did you just call yeah. yourself Batman? Who called himself You said Batman?
1: injustice. You said that there was injustice. and Yes, definitely. Batman. Did you say i Batman? Yeah. Batman. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. To be honest, I think DC should have made a movie about that. That would have been their best movie instead of this Justice League crap that they did. <laughs> Focus. Wow. But, anyway, wow. but, anyway, wow. but anyway, anyway, let's 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 stay on task here. Um but yeah, there were some some moments of real injustice and some some major talking points. But I think by and large, the rugby did the talking at the weekend. Finally, you know, the rugby got the chance to steal the show and do the talking. And boy did it shout. Boy did it speak, you know, some really tough tussles. I mean, that first quarter final. What the heck? Mm-hmm. Who, expect, was... who 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 expected? it? the, the they never <laughs> Wales expected. Never, Wales never expected. They never, they never expected expected. In, they never expected to be in that position. It was just yeah. It was it was it was phenomenal game, um, which we felt was going to be a bit of a damn script. I've got to be honest with you. I don't know about you. um was, father. It was, was. It was. You know obviously, when you look at the two teams that were
2: playing, they haven't really, you know, in the lead up to even the quarterfinal itself, they haven't been they haven't played great, uh, both Wales and Argentina. And you know what Saturday just turned out to be something else, man. Both sides were what I would say, well, at least to their level, they were on fire. Um, Argentina just suddenly showed up it was good to see Sanchez come out there and make the difference, of course, right in the end. But it was a, it was one of those humdingers, you know, back and forth, like every, every one of the quarterfinals this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know, you know, like, a part of me is kind of, with all the results and everything, and particularly when I look at Wales, you know, it was good to watch uh, Liam Williams and the way he played this weekend. The guy was just outstanding. And it's a pity that you can't... Pick out one player from a quarterfinal and say you you progress. <laughs> the rest of you can stay, but you can go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking. Yeah. George George North was also was was pretty good. So George North, um, Liam Williams, very very good. Um, well, I guess you know at the end of the day, you know rugby won. Um, both sides just gave us a hell of a show, and. Like it is knockout rugby. The RGs came out on top, and
1: Chica has one more weekend. Mm-hmm. He bought himself some time. Mm-hmm. He bought himself. Some mm-hmm. time. I mean,
0: I mean, look. I think Argentina were hella sloppy at the beginning. <laughs> they were, jeez, they were hella, they were really really sloppy. Um, you know, I felt Jack Morgan was good though for for Wales. He was he was he was he was, he was outstanding. Um, but how old is Jack? Jack is what twenty two. Yeah, he's a youngster, absolute youngster. That's uh that he's got a hundred. He's got a hundred caps written all over. Him. Yeah, he's he's, he's got a hundred caps written all over. Him. But um, but I think, you know, Wales didn't really do anything spectacular. When you actually look at that game, they didn't do anything spectacular. They didn't, you know, they didn't set the world alight. They were very systematic in what they were trying to do, and. All Argentina had to do was just retain possession. And I think one of the things that actually is, 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 is showing more and more, some of these teams don't really understand the importance of territorial pressure. Because, um, I mean, generally you build pressure to, through to, two avenues, right? You build scoreboard pressure and then you build territorial pressure. Generally, territorial pressure leads to scoreboard pressure. And from from my perspective, I just felt that every time Argentina got with it, got <laughs> past their own ten meter line, it was a serious threat for Wales. Obviously, because of Buffelty's boot, and especially when they got into Wales as half, they were they were putting them on a heck of a hell of a amount of pressure, you know. Yeah. And and that unfortunately is what told again when we talk about your conversion rate. That was sort of the theme of the weekend, you know. I mean, if you look at that, the, the Ireland and New Zealand game, in that first half, Ireland made two visits to New Zealand's 22, and they exited, and they left without getting any points.
2: Right. That, that, was, that was a bit of arrogance as well. That I was mean, very costly. I know, I know you, you mentioned now the ter- territorial pressure. Um, but now, when I look at, I think I would say three of those, uh, so New Zealand, uh, New Zealand Ireland, uh, South Africa, France, and Argentina, Wales. Now, is I get the feeling like it's not as you know. We 2019, we saw a lot of putting the teams uh, under pressure, like you said, kicking the ball into the corners, and ensuring that you kept you kept the t, yeah, the, the opposition pinned back. But it seems like that, or at least
0: this. Is, yeah, look, He just disappeared.
1: He just disappeared. Uh, the kids I, had the Wi-Fi cable. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bye. His point was while cut. he's while it's, he's it's shit, bad, Let me let me come in with some with, with my point of view here. Yeah. I think like you were saying at the beginning of the game, well, Argentina, Argentina, we were not seeing where they were going. It took a while for them to build up the momentum. That was a serious diesel engine run. When they got the points moving, it was great, right? It was doing good. They were, were there, but to get them over the line. Cravi, and uh, the last try was scored by um, what's his name? Sanchez. The other Sanchez. Sanchez, exactly. Sanchez and Cravi. If those two hadn't come in, I don't believe Argentina would have got this past uh, past Wales, because Cravi and, and Sanchez were were crucial to you know when the, all the heads walk into the game and the game's been helter-skelter, Everyone's been running with with, with headless like chickens. All the guys walk in there and they say, All "Right, guys, you, 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 don't do that and settle everything down and everyone focuses in and gets the game done. That's what I saw from Cravy and Sanchez. Yeah, I think if a, they weren't there.
0: Yeah, there's there's a lot that needs to be said for that, for, for actually closing out the game and having members of your spine, the spine of the team, coming in and, and making a difference where they st- they calm things down and they steer the ship. Sanchez was brilliant, like you're saying. And I mean that defensive read. You know, people talk about ah, it was luck. There's no luck there. He got in the passing lane. He exactly. read. Exactly. That comes from preparation and an instinct. That instinct that gets chiseled and built over time. We forget that Carreras is not actually is not actually a ten. He's a fifteen. That Cameo's at 10. You know, he's Mm. he's 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 learning the trade of 10. And I think having someone like Sanchez there, you know, to almost to be his safety net, it's 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 sort of where, and I hate to speak about this man again, but this is where Eddie Eddie Jones got it wrong. He didn't have anyone (laughs) to be the safety net, you know. He didn't have anyone. Carter Gordon wasn't there. Carter Carter Gordon didn't have a safety net, you know. And now you're really looking at the balance of these squads and how they're picked and the makeup of those squads. You know, now you're starting to really see. So Even for Wales
1: themselves, um, yeah. Liam Williams came on yeah. as as part of that spine to reinforce them as well. And like you're mentioning, how much of an impact he had on the g- game for Wales as well. Yeah. And then Every then team White- had and, that. And, and, Sam, and Sam Whitelock, Dane Coles. D- Dane Coles. Every then, team
0: had that. And not not to pick on Wales, right? But look at a controversy yeah. for Wales, right? Wales, you have, you've got um, Costello who comes in at ten when bigger goes off. There's no safety net. There's very that's little good. experience, and it's so unfortunate. And again, you look at the naivety of youth, right, at this level, because mm-hmm. he's the one who threw the intercept pass. At they had been running
1: that same too, move. Yeah, but the entire game. Time,
0: exactly but a time so, so the question i'd ask Gavin, and
2: be safe the question i'd ask was bigger justified you know when you see things like that happen remember the first game where bigger totally lost his mind and i know that these are all and guys we've all played we've all played right? Of you know, was maybe you know that this is a totally different level right but <laughs> at times at times you, need to, you need to just let loose and
0: make sure these no. these young no. these young heads don't he lose is. their minds. He oh, was man. not he was not justified. Bigger that is that that is not justifiable in any way whatsoever. Because that that losing your rag like that to the point where the ref is standing miles away from you, but you can pick up the shouting. That is detrimental to team culture. That is that is not being a professional. There is a difference between communication <laughs> and just noise. <laughs> Emotional damage. damage. You know yourself, right? How many times <laughs> you know yourself? There is a difference between communication and just noise. Uh, and I did just, just that. Throw was that just that was just noise, and and um, and it leeches it 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 becomes toxic for the culture of the squad because at the end of the day. When you look at your philosophy, your team philosophy, Drago, you know, you know what we're talking about, yeah. When you're looking at your philosophies and all of that, right, that surely is not part of your team philosophy, because you'll be having squabbles left, left right, and centre. Not true. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I just thought, <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, really killed so though when I looked
0: and, at it, I was uh,
2: thinking to myself and, you know, that first game and then what you ended up having there. It, it also, you know, like you're saying, communication. So, if you've done exactly. it the right way, if you've done it the right way, players will react to it, and you'll find that um, some of these good traits will rub off on the younger guys, and um, they'll oh, be yeah. able to come onto the game and onto the park and be able to you know showcase what they've learned from you. And you know, like you're saying, he didn't
1: have yeah, exactly.
0: a he probably didn't have a great mentor, and so when he came on, he... the better mentor actually is Gareth Anscombe. Unfortunately, Anscombe was injured. But why, why I, can, I can confidently say that Sam Costello will get 100 caps, will make it to 100 caps for Wales, barring injury, is simply because, and you know, it's little things. It's very little things that actually will help you in your development, not only as a rugby player, but as a person in general. Literally, just after he'd thrown that intercept, right, and Sanchez mm-hmm. ran clear, who was the first person that ran up to him? I want you to look at the footage someone ran up to him. first person that I ran up to him, tapped him on the shoulder and said, listen, it's a mistake. It's okay. It happens. That person, that individual, I'm pretty sure it was, it was either Jack Morgan or, or Josh Adams. I forgot. I, I, I forgot. But that individual does not understand what they've done for that young man's career. It, it can make or break you, right? It can make and, or break you. And it, that, that tap right. on the shoulder is important. Exactly. Because I mean, he, because it was so weird, like he was getting up, he's gutted, just ran up to him, tapped him on the shoulder, like it's alright mate, gives him a pat on the head, it's okay. Because he knows he's stuffed up, he knows he messed up, what more are you adding by cucking on him? It, it, it does nothing really, you know, it does nothing, tight game, young man. There's some things people never recover from. So I think the worst thing for Wales was Gareth Anscombe not being there. I'm happy Dan Bigger has retired. Thank you very much. You're a fantastic player, Mm -hmm. all of that. But what you're going to see from Wales is a more level-headed, calm and pragmatic approach. Taking nothing away from Bigger as a player, but that, I don't know. I don't think it's positive for any team culture. So Tommy Rafael, how old is he? He should be 26, if I'm correct, or about,
2: if I'm correct. Mm -hmm. So you find a situation that Wales suddenly are going to have you and um, and um and Morgan all available, young players, great players, bright futures ahead of them. And you look in the back, Rhys Emmett, still a bit of immaturity, but I feel like he still has a lot more that he could add to that side.
0: They, 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 they it, it's they've got that disappointing 12. that they've, they've left. got that monster. They've got that twelve absolute monster. He's like six foot five, yeah, absolute yeah. beast. Yeah. So there's,
2: there's hope for the,
0: that Welsh side. Um, <laughs> what's
2: going to be interesting is what route they take uh, in terms of coaching. I think that's that's going to be quite interesting to see. Um, because I don't think Gats is going to continue
0: there. Oh Where's- no, Gats is leaving. <laughs> But where is he going to coach? He's almost put himself in a corner. Ah, because, listen, Waikato man through and through, we love him in Hamilton, but we don't want him to coach. No, thank mm-hmm. you. I think, <laughs> I think he <laughs> make, he's,
1: he's coming to he's, the Chiefs.
0: No, come on. No, come on. Seriously, let's not even talk about that season. He's but coming to exactly. get you guys the title. He's coming to get you guys the title. You know, is you know, that thing of you've done so well, and achieved so, so much success in a particular place that it's so difficult for you to, to to almost fit in elsewhere, you know? Like, I mean, I don't think, if it's not coaching the Lions or coaching <laughs> Wales, mate, like, what are you going to do? <laughs> Where are you going to go? Unless you're direct DOR for Wales, if, Wales if, if, if you know, if the Welsh Rugby Union actually are thinking, make him DOR, Right. Put him in your structures. Quick one.
1: When when Razor um, takes over the All Blacks, is he still going to be coaching Crusader as well? No. no he so who's taking over there?
0: Have, they, have uh, they named the coach to take over? Yes, they I have. Oh, a- they have. They have. Oh, the name escapes me now. Damn it. Yeah, they've named okay. the coach. They've, they've, they've right. named the coach already. I know he's... He's moving on. He's moved on.
1: But so what you're saying so is the cup is open and the Chiefs might be able to do something. This season.
0: <laughs>
2: you know the thing about the Crusaders' environment is they've they've created such a culture. Um, it goes beyond the players and the coaches. It's it's yep. literally a, it's literally a club culture, and that's why they've managed to succeed for so long. Of course, they had that barren period, um, and you know what? It sounds so bad because that was Blackadder's tenure, if I'm correct. Mm. But mm. you know, a lot of people don't look at it. But in that period that was a proper rebuilding period because yes, when Razor then came in, there were a number of players that then also kind of surfaced and within, um, came into Razor's squad that was now the championship winning side. You know, it's, it's it's just a difficult situation, but the culture is so good. I don't think that they will slacken when he's gone.
0: I think, I think these things happen in cycles and, um, there will come a time with that cycle end for the Crusaders, and they need to go back to the drawing board in terms in terms of rebuilding. I mean, if you look at um, and it's it's weird. It's the first time in a very long time when you look at um, the Bunnings NPC. The final is not
1: There isn't
0: there's no one from not even Canterbury, but not even Tasman. No one from the Crusaders region is is there it's it's literally Taranaki and it's Taranaki and Hawke's Bay so these things are cyclical and I look I don't see the Crusaders setting the world alight they'll probably win the first season without Razor just simply because of pedigree championship pedigree but having said that though there's guys leaving 've got a whole raft of Oaks that are leaving so it, it'll be interesting but I don't see the Crusaders being as successful in the next in the immediacy which is the next two or three years I don't see them being as successful I'll be very surprised if they are but I just don't see it happening and not because I'm not a Crusaders fan but it's cycles it's it's cyclical there's a lot of there are a lot of guys that are leaving after this World Cup I mean Richie Monga to replace him how? Who, where,
2: when, Well, well, how? well they, won't, they won't necessarily replace Richie, but um, what you but find is that they've given uh, Fergus Burke quite a lot of time and injuries and, you know, the whole black, um, you know, the, the, the old black breaks that they put in have given the guy at least somewhere
0: to start from. Um, and I think, you, not, know the is, you know, he's not a moonger. He's not a yet. Yet. It's the same thing as Dallas McLeod. Dallas McLeod is has potential to be a crotty. I was about to say the
2: crotty. Same thing. I was actually you know, about to say
0: he's the he's crotty. He's got potential to be to be there, but yeah. not quite there yet. You've got your Macca Springer, who is a phenomenal winger. Potential, but he still needs that season or two. Noah Hotham as well. Unbelievable scrum half. Probably, to be honest with you. Um it's going to be him and Roy going forward. You know, it's going to be him and Roy God going forward. You know, you know God going forward I think Roy.
2: What about what um, about Xavier Rowe? He was meant yeah. to be the next best thing, right? It and I'm is. not saying look, it's, it's you know, look, Roy God has done well. There's a lot of things that have happened. But I mean, and, and he also got injured to be fair. But I mean, to find to suddenly find um, Ray God ahead of him and Xavier Rose actually not in the major conversations at the moment is major shit.
0: It's the physicality that Ray God brings. He's a yeah. bigger body. You, you
1: you need you need that person who can be like winning formula applied. Someone that is some similar to T.J. Piranaro is what yeah. they would lead more towards. And, and Roy brings God that. brings that, yeah.
2: Do you guys yeah. hear the controversy versus um, around Talia and Roy God?
1: What? what, what? Did, did he also that break curfew today?
2: Yeah, apparently. you know. Okay, so unconfirmed, um, unconfirmed. But I hear that apparently this uh, Talia needed to be carried back. That's how finished he was. <laughs> he was, he was absolutely hammered, and then. Um uh, so unconfirmed that there was also a story around Ray God and a liaison officer. Must be a scrum <laughs> off. Must be a halfback thing there in New Zealand. I'm just saying, Bring it out there. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but I mean look, but this is all this is all apparent, this is all uh, I,
0: I, no one can
1: confirm Allegedly Allegedly, Allegedly. 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 Allegedly.
0: Moving what? swiftly on Because we're not about gossip here Let's talk about that quarterfinal um, On Saturday night Kick off Kicked off at nine o'clock um, Yeah Ireland and New Zealand Oof. Oof. First look Easy. Before we start Before we start right Um before i let dragon start the, arrogance. the <laughs> arrogance from that irish media do you know do you know when things start popping up when you've got the one guy saying sam Kane doesn't know how to rock properly and mm. the double standards you know people will put that 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 comment on a pedestal you're 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 a shit richie McCaw. We'll put that, that comment a... On a but realistically right that, that, like, come on. <laughs> you know what the, so, so you're right. They were arrogant as hell.
2: Um, and I think that's just a problem. Uh, when you look at the situation that you find at the moment with these going into the semis and last night, uh, the, the weekend's results, there were two teams that really thought they had won it. You know, um, you come into a quarterfinal, you're number one and you're number two. Um, you've led into this for the last two to three years, that's been your position and your ranking. But that doesn't guarantee you that win, right? Um, it, it doesn't... I don't think you're being fair to the French, but anyway. No, no, no. So the, so the reason why I say this, right, the French have done well, and don't get me wrong, it, it was a very close game and whatever. Well, when I say this, I say this from a position of saying um, according to everyone, they deserved to because of their rankings. They deserved to because yes. they hadn't lost a game. And you know, with, and it, when I got into Thursday, and you know, I was sitting there and I was just thinking to myself, "This is a big weekend. I do not know what's going to happen, but it was scary as hell." But I was expecting the most entertaining weekend of rugby. I started looking back. Number one, Ireland. Okay, if we talk about Ireland, Ireland had not been tested, and I think I said this last week, where I said I'm waiting to see if Ireland can find a plan B. And on Saturday, they couldn't find it. The oh. most passive. The most.
0: The most passive defense. Hello? We yeah. said this. We said this weeks ago that Ireland when they they when they played the box, the box lost, may have lost, right? They may have beaten the box, but we saw we saw the box's plan B. We didn't yeah. see the boxes plan A. And we said Ireland have laid all their cards on the table. All uh-huh. their cards. There was nothing new that they were going to bring up, there was no plan B because they'd invested so much into that into plan, plan A. Into plan a. a. And we'd stated, we stated, and you're very right, because we stated we stated that when you're at the top, you don't need to evolve. That was the problem. That was why they had beaten, they won that series against the All Blacks. Because after the first test, they, their island evolved, the All Blacks didn't. Yeah. They got complacent. And Ireland fell into the trap, you know, and then and, and it's it's okay. You you sometimes you, you you fall for your own hype. You know, you, you, you fall into your own your own hype. But you like you were into- saying. Exactly like what you were saying. Um sorry for cutting you off. Exactly like you were saying, you were waiting to see the their the plan B and please tell us, did you see it? I didn't. And it it, it just didn't come. Then suddenly you've got the All Blacks who have been
2: labelled. And again, it's exactly it's the, the pundits that have been speaking in the lead-up. Oh, the All Blacks defence is too, it's too passive. They're, they're not active enough on D, and so they'll be exposed by Ireland out wide. That passive defence barely let any of them through. James Lowe, I, I would be surprised, I would really like to take a look at the stats again and you see how far, how many metres he had at the end of that game. Because every time they got, they, they got a little bit of room, they were shut down. That defense was on them. They were not missing. They would not let go. Whether it was a leg, whatever they could hold on to, the All Blacks were holding on to it. And that's what makes the difference. And you know what? When I look at the total picture, I started, I was thinking about the Thursday night I was telling you about the All Blacks have gone into how many World Cups as number one, as favorites? And it means absolutely nothing when it comes to tournaments (laughs) of this nature. It means absolutely nothing because they were beaten by French sides that probably didn't deserve to get to a semi-final or a quarter-final at that time, and that's what it is. That's knockout rugby, right? You have to bring your A-game. You need to prepare for the unforeseen, and the unforeseen happened. Suddenly, Ireland didn't know what to do. What made it worse is that they invested—they they were not invested, rather—but they did not look into their depth situation adequately enough. They used the same 23 players, or let's even give them one or two others, 25 players continuously. And when they got into that 70th minute, they were finished. Absolutely buggered. Bandi Aki, because he had been played into the ground, could no longer give you that injection. right? Because he's played just too much rugby.
1: 100%. you cannot
2: you cannot do that and that and this is the result of it right so you've invested in so much time into these players and you just put them through the paces they are good at what they do they know exactly what's needed of them
0: but it was it just became a step too far for them right which game because the thing is right we also need to look at yes they did that and we 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 understand right we do understand yes but Look at look at the look at the sort of makeup of their tournament, how it had shaped up, right? Because which was the game that they should have played their 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 weakest their weakest their second team? Should it have been their their only warm up game, the one against Samoa? Should it have been the first game against Romania? Should it have been? it definitely shouldn't have been the Springbok game. Should it have been against Tonga? Tonga would have been risky because you weren't quite sure. (laughs) You know, because of all these guys (laughs) coming back, you don't want to take too big a risk, right? And it shouldn't have been against Scotland. So the tricky thing, and also looking at the break, I don't know if they managed that break well enough. Because remember, like I said, after that Springbok game, is that week off enough? Is was it going to be enough? Because Scotland were also going to throw everything, the kitchen sink at them. And again, Scotland finished stronger.
2: And that's where the problem was. That's where the signs started showing, right? So the fact that they, they, they were going to struggle started that weekend.
0: Where should they have played their weaker team? Romania. They should have. They should have. should have played their weakest team against Romania and relaxed a little bit. You maybe, know,
1: maybe not in terms of playing their weaker team all the time, but at least. Once you have some sort of padding on the scoreboard, pull that person out. Yeah, but, but Give it's not those play- guys a recovery time.
0: But, but HB is not playing them all the time because look at their schedule. Their, sed- their schedule didn't allow for that. Their schedule yeah. only allowed one game where you could say, eh, let's totally rest all the guys. They should have played their strongest squad against Samoa, right? Got a good, mm-hmm. solid head out. And again, right. hindsight, hindsight is twenty twenty. right? You're an expert after the fact. Easy yeah. to look clever after the fact. Let's be honest. So this is not nice. an indictment on on Andy Farrell. This is not a this is not a saying he doesn't know what he's doing because he damn well does know what he's doing. That guy has elevate elevated that team to another level, you know. But in the review, this is something that they just need to be cognizant of for the next time. Is when they play, once they have an idea what their group is shaping up at, where they get their rest breaks and how to get the most of the most from their rest breaks. Because you could even tell, like I was saying, the Creeks were showing in that line out against Romania. Yeah, you
2: said it. Yeah. And, I, and you know what? And, and when I watched that game, yeah, I literally thought about what you said. And I was like, shit, this is the first thing you picked out and it showed.
0: And then... The scrum. Then we saw wow. we saw the cracks showing in their scrum against yeah. um against the box. But then we said, you know what? It's the box. Okay. I will will will, will give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> but then what happened against Tonga again? Their scrum didn't dominate. So first their line out fellow fell apart. Their is kickoff receipt was poor. And then their scrummaging was poor. It was all going downhill. I mean yeah. Pierre Schoolman had a freaking field day against Tyg Yeah, actually, it's oh. true. You, I don't
1: know know did, you, you didn't see much of him this past game. Yeah. He wasn't... He, um, he looked like the,
0: has, the potatoes. The biggest... The, 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 the biggest... The biggest problem uh, is from Wexford. They love their strawberries even more. But <laughs> it's the biggest, <laughs> the big thing. Oh, yeah. It's it's an Irish thing. Like, Wexford strawberries are like the most... They're, 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 they're like... If ever you drive anywhere through Wexford, through that county, there's like a strawberry stand every hundred every hundred meters. It's ridiculous, bro. Like this is like their thing. But but anyway, the biggest loss to that Irish team was Keen Healy. Because Ireland yeah. lacked depth in their props. They lacked that depth. Keen Healy is a loose head, but he's also got the ability to play tight head when necessary. That kind of experience, oh, totally. that you know what I mean? Yeah. They lost us. That cost us. What and, and Porter also had to be pushed deeper into
2: the game because they, they had lost him. So if you look at the games that went past, Porter would not go past uh, about 60 minutes. You knew the changes would come in. Healy comes in and, you know, he's a phenomenal ball carrier as well. Um, you know, and, and the, as soon as he was gone, the first thing that came to mind is that they're going to miss this guy. And I actually thought, when I saw Keen Healy, um, he was a, he was on Twitter, I think, there was a, a post that he put in, and he says, back to full fitness, and he was going back in, into um, competitive rugby. I actually thought, at some point, we're going to see some sort of injury claim or something that's going to happen, just so they bring him into this game, because he would have made a major difference. They should have taken Malone, A couple of games.
0: They should have taken him. They yeah. should have taken because honestly... They got no value from the other props. And that's not that's not again being disrespectful to the other guys, but they just were not the level that Keen Healy is. And it showed, and yeah. it showed. You know. Um well, but respect to that team though. So um, Yeah. Do do you think
2: do you think to an extent the record played a part? I mean do, do we get not. carried do we carry psychologically? That? No, no, not psychologically, but You know the fact that now you're looking at it and you're going into that. Would New Zealand have lost a game? South Africa have lost a game. These teams have all progressed into the um, semifinals, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't make the changes or the calls. Sacrifice a Tonga, sacrifice a a Springboks game, whatever it is.
1: You know when you bring that up, yeah. When you when you when you mention that, uh, I have some interesting like points of view and theories about south africa and what they've been doing but what you're mentioning is is basically other teams have been able to adapt to the situation and the challenges they've been meeting maybe ireland just basically stuck too hard at it for too long no so that's what i'm saying allow them to burn out so you're
2: like i'm going to go for the 17 game winning streak As opposed to saying, you know what? South Africa showed us something. You don't have to win all your pool games. And look, they were in a difficult pool. They didn't have the luxury of as easy as saying, okay, there you go, let that game go.
0: Let's be honest. It wasn't that easy. What, What sold these guys' dreams? It was, and you're saying, you're asking, if I'm correct, you're asking if it all got to... It all contributed, everything. The moment they won that series in New Zealand... The moment they won that series in New Zealand, they then felt that they're the soft touch. Let's target them. But the reality of and they overlooked that. They overlooked the fact that maybe styles, yeah, these guys are gonna come gunning for us in a different way mm-hmm. than what we than what we encountered. They made mm-hmm. and they and they let the run get to their heads. Not get to their heads in terms of arrogance, but it built pressure. It built pressure on them. 100%.
1: And another one as well that we might look at, they, it it also gave them a complacency to not develop like we mentioned before because every other team Excuse saw me. the cracks in their plan A, their plan B, their plan C and added on to their plans for whatever contingencies they're going to come across.
0: The Grand I don't Slam. think Allen did that. Guys, the Grand Slam, Yakawa Furira, because they won the Grand Slam and the Six Nations, guys. Mm-hmm. they're also Got to their heads. That also added pressure, and it, it's not. And it's not a negative thing on them because they are human. Who wouldn't? Who in that situation would not? Would not be like, ah, we got this. You know what? Managed to knock over New Zealand at home. Let's play them in the quarterfinal. Ah, they can't match us. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it was. I mean, look. But I mean, yeah,
2: yeah. there was there was an element, and you know what when. Um, I think there was a time Sexton in that game decided to go for the touchline. I, mm-hmm. I, that was a telling period as well because to me that was one of those things where you realise that it's really gotten to be head, it's got to their head that they believe they're that much better. I mean, in a game like that, you take anything that that is offered up to you, three points, you just take it. You slot that in, you go back, you reset, you start again, slot it in, reset, start again. And that's, that was that show of arrogance. That was that show of overconfidence. Um, whereas you've got guys that have been there, guys that have been, when I say there as well, I mean, guys have, that have lost in the semifinal, guys that have lost in the quarterfinal, they know what it feels like to lose. And they realize just how easy it is to, to end your World Cup dream. And they were still just riding that high and forgot that... You're there for a purpose. At the end of the day, coming home with the cup is the end goal. Yeah, you know we
0: don't care how you do it; just bring the cup back and bring the cup home. That's the thing. Like like we're saying, you know, it's a, it's human error. It's 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 recency bias. Actually, that's what it actually is. Yeah, they fell so, they fell so victim to recency bias. The fact that look, you know, we beat them in New Zealand, France, ah, there'd be no problem. Listen, we got the Grand Slam. This should be a tick in the box. This is a New Zealand team that has been going through a lot. Ah, they should be easy to beat. You know. Yeah. Whereas, if they were, if, and, and again, it's recency bias. If they'd actually thought, and again, it's always easy to look clever, to seem clever after the fact. But if they'd actually looked at familiarity, that's the thing that they missed out on is the value of familiarity. The value of saying, look, France are playing at home. OK, but we've beaten them in Paris before. Mm-hmm. We play them every year. We're very familiar with their systems. We're very familiar with how they play. They're the ones who we can actually target. Maybe not so much these New Zealand guys, because we, don't, we haven't felt their development in the past year. We haven't felt, you know, they, where they are at the moment. But we sure as hell have felt the French. We know where they are. We know their development. We felt them. So we can take them on. You know, someone
2: mentioned something over the weekend um, around which was the best situation for the box and all blacks, and familiarity. When you bring it up, was literally that these were two sides that were like, you know what, we we can't go into a a quarterfinal match against each other <laughs> because we, you know, uh, I don't think. Having gone through what they'd gone through, they knew that it's just such a 50-50 toss-up in those two with those two teams when you look at them. But yeah. when you look at the situation between um France and Ireland and what could have been, I think for both sides, in hindsight, we'll probably look and think, yeah, if we'd played each other, I France probably would have come in and said, Look, we the games have always been close and whilst we lost we could have probably taken on an Ireland and Ireland would turn around and say, yeah, this is an entity that would have known, would have known France through and through, would have known what to expect. Um and with you, exactly a, news, you, a New Zealand side that you don't even understand what the hell's going on doesn't help
0: either. So it's an interesting point. But hey, look, um yeah, I mean people people do feel for Ireland. You know, personally I just think and the excuses of yeah, they played at ninety percent of their capacity. They played bloody well. It's just that again, they executed their one and only game plan to the best of their ability at that time. And again, you know, people will will have a go at Ian Foster for saying it's a cut and paste attack, but he was right when he said it was a cut and paste attack because it was just the same thing over and over, over and again. over. And without with 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 not as much variation as sh- as there should have been. 100%. But anyway, yeah. look, moving forward. Oh, by the way, that little spat between Johnny Sexton and Rico Ioane, I think that was interesting. <laughs> that was... What was it? Uh, Rico chipped him, guys. Chipped him about what happened last year and some of the comments. And look, I know it's emotional. It's an emotional time, and I'm not condo- condoning it, but let's be honest here. You're going to be the squad that chirps more than anybody else. It someone to chirp. And, right? and now you nah. want to get email. Nah,
1: dude, come on. Oh, no, no, let's- no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, 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 let, the chirping, the chirping is happening. But let's, let's look at the context of when Rico is chirping. The man just got his, 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 his dreams torn away from his soul. Okay. Wait, pause, give it two seconds. He, the, the, the whistle has just gone.
2: You wanted him okay. to wait for it to scan.
1: So you wanted him to wait for him to cry. Look at it this way, uh, right? take class. So,
0: no, just plays it, What?
1: It's we're not saying, we're not.
0: But, but, <laughs> but, but, but HB, <laughs> HB, so HB, do you know what? Yeah. You want to be, the class needs to be reciprocated, right? The very fact that and again, I will go back to that you're a shit, Richie McCall comment. I will go back to that. That in itself is a tasteless comment. We can't have double standards and say, ah, no, Rico's wrong for chirping, but Peter O'Man, is okay for what he said. And also, let, you're talking about class. But, what was the was but, but, but listen, the players. no, but listen, no, but, let's, but let's, let's go back to the chats after the Scotland game. Yeah, what did Peter O'Man, he say? After the Scotland game I'm not attacking the dude But what did he say After the Scotland game in the, in the post-match interview You want to talk about class What did he say In the post-match interview Do you remember?
1: No I don't remember Enlighten us
0: He said He said They were giving it A lot of talk During the week Saying they were going to beat us That obviously didn't happen Why was, do you think He was
1: getting ahead of
2: himself As well Peter.
0: Why do you think That brawl broke out You see That's the thing So You've got to also have consistency, guy. Right? You can't. You can't say. You can't get email because people have chirped you when you have constantly been chirping people. And let's look at. Let's look at this guy's entire. How many times? How many Didn't times do you pick up? The team. Exactly, this guy has been doing this consistently. You he picked up in ref mics, no, in was, riff mics. Ah, but Sexton, come on, even Sexton, dude. How do you get away? How do you call a ref a disgrace and a cheat? He was lucky to even be in this World Cup. Let's be
2: honest. 16, let's be honest. Was bloody lucky to be in this World Cup.
0: Yes, tensions ran very high, but <laughs> look. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that Rico, what Rico Iani was did was right, not at all. But all I'm saying is, you can't be the people who constantly dish it out. But then, when it's time for you to take it, you want to then fight and whatever. No, we don't. All do that. right. Yeah, I you thought what you what I mean? were
1: suggesting that um, Rico's actions were okay, not no, good. They weren't, not, uh, they they was, weren't okay. The but for me, the timing was were, off. I don't mind but him they saying. Were understandable. Anything. They weren't okay, but they were
0: understandable because, guys, as much as, as much as, as much as we want to, we want to pretend, there were things that a lot of things were said, you know. You need more Dan Sheehan's in this world, <laughs> you know? Dan wow. Sheehan, I'll, that is a classy guy. Dan Sheehan is a classy guy. I'll tip my hat to that guy, the the Irish hooker. After oh. after the game, yeah, after yeah. the game, he got interviewed by, um, what's the prop's name again? George Bauer. He very humble, very classy about it. He was like, yeah, look, man, they were just a really team on the night. They did well, all of that type of stuff. Didn't say anything... And that was, like, straight after... That was at the moment when it was raw, you know, and... It's, and like, it's like Van der Flair. You don't hear much from guys like Van der hear You Matt. don't hear much much from mm-hmm. guys like that. And, you know, that was, that was ugly, man. That was really ugly. But at the same time, you've got to look at where... At, at the history of that and where that incident came from. Do you honestly think that very yeah. nice things were said after that series? And I can guarantee you, that was a lot... It's different between it's like the box and the all blacks are different in terms of their rivalry. Yes, they will pummel mm-hmm. each other. Yes, they will literally try beat the living daylights out of each other, but you can tell that there's real genuine camaraderie and respect between those teams. It, yeah. It's real, it's genuine. When you watch that game, look at after the game with the shaking of hands and whatever. How it's many? It's Hugs. how many. Yeah, that's... and how many of the All Blacks guys went up to Bandiaki, tried to pick him up, gave him a hug, were there consoling him? How many do you think it would have been the same? Not have it, you yeah. seen? Have you seen what it's been like after the final whistle in a lot of these games? It hasn't been the same. Look, that's just that's just from my observation, you know. I mean, it's different from like someone like Wales, where you know Josh Adams again. That guy probably has to be the best sportsman in terms of sportsmanship. Where he yeah. ran up to Samir "Hey man, I'm so sorry." Picked him up. Ish, hey, we were lucky to win that game. Blah 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 blah. But you I know what? Yeah, from 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 a number of guys in this Irish team. Well, in this World Cup in general, if you look at the vibe, <laughs> the vibe that was there um,
2: in 2019. You see, that's when that whole thing started. Players would always, um, at the end of the game, they would say a prayer together, they would um, share a moment. I mean, different religions, different scenarios, that kind of thing. And, um, this World Cup, there hasn't been much of that. And I'm thinking about it now. I, I mean, would, I'm not saying it hasn't been there because I think I saw the Springboks do it with Tonga, which was a nice touch and everything like that. But from it being an every game kind of scenario, this World Cup has not had a lot of those moments. Yeah,
0: it, it hasn't. It hasn't, and and it's sad, and the game is less for it. But anyway, let's move on. on. Let's move on to the uh, to
1: the yeah, England I- and
0: Fiji game.
1: Thoughts? Uh... once again, Fiji were undone by the officiating. Once again, like. They, Fiji. I'm not sure what they could have done to, to to go past that scenario, but you know they were they were done by the ref. The ref just shafted them. Mind my language. Just shafted them. I was watching that game, thinking to myself: if the ref doesn't make a call to at least balance out this rubbish, you know what, what what can you do if every call is going against you, even the calls that I meant to go for you go against you? How do you? play through bad officiating
0: yeah uh, it was it was tricky man and and even and i what i found very funny was even the way uh pharaoh was screaming at ray now yeah like i was shocked bad. oh yes i oh, was yes. shocked when when yes. the yellow card was given to ellis genge because he wouldn't let yes. uh forgot who it was go
1: he, 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 him. He, he runs up
0: he to the ref him. and he slapped him. And it's like at some point again, it's not communication. It just becomes noise. Yeah, true. But but I think we've spoken about it. We've spoken about the um, the, uh, the the
2: bias that is there. And like we said, some of it is not really that. It's 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 not a conscious bias. It's it's something that seems to be there. And um, I don't know. You know, it's 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 sad. Uh, we came from a moment in that Wales-Argentina game where there was that refereeing decision around whether or not it was a yellow card. And, you know, the, the, the explanation around that um, that the ref made, you could see Yonko was going for the call. He wanted the card because protocol says it's a card. And you come back, you have such a brilliant moment. He explains why he doesn't think it's a card. The game flows on. Then you come to those kind of situations like that Fiji England game, it's bias. If not the bias, it's just the poor officiating just as a whole. And I think it's 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 really marred this tournament. And I know that there's talk of um DuPont not necessarily being happy with the way yesterday's game was reft, but you know, the officiating has left a lot to be desired. And as much as there's a great demand for players to be professional, there's a great demand for for um for 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 this for, for players to always be above. What tends to happen is that there is now less and less of a focus, and there's this protection around the officials. Yet they are not; they are falling way short of what should be
0: the standard. I mean, exactly. I mean, not not that I I'm saying he needs to do it all the time, but when you see a a, a captain walking away from the ref. And turning his back and being like, nah, I'm not listening to this anymore. And he walks away. And that's that's not a good, that's yes, it's a failure from the captain's point of view in terms of yes, his leadership is not great. But you've also got to look at what has led to that reaction. What has exactly. led to that? We all saw the just we all saw the decisions against Wales in that well, that Wales game. We all saw some of the decisions in, the, in that Australia game that nearly cost them the game, we all saw the decisions in the England game. That frustration builds, you know. And fair, fair, fair play to to Simon Raul Louis for. And it's a bit of age and a bit of wisdom that comes into it here, and handling it the way he did. But for people to want to condemn uh, Naya Salevu for saying, "But this is ridiculous now," and and walking away, that's in that's that's. That shows that the ref has failed in his job. He's failed to control the game. He's failed to communicate clearly with the, with the captains. He's failed.
2: Well, again, who should we, we, we're no longer looking at the ref himself. It's the player that's being looked at. And we're looking at the reac- reaction. We are castigating him as opposed to looking back and saying, was, was that performance good enough from the officials? No. So let's actually take them to task and ask them to do better.
1: You know... When you point that out, I think, mind you, um, bringing to light the the new rules, for example, with head contact that were being enforced in this game, you find that in rugby and maybe in other sports, players have more put on their plate, more responsibility to put on their plate to do specific things, while officials and other parts of the game don't get get that same level of scrutiny and pressure. So what you end up having is what we are seeing in rugby, where match officials can slip up, they They can perform in a terrible manner, and everything is always pointed back. Yeah, everything is always pointed back at the player should have done this, the player should have done that, this should have happened, and that should have happened. What do you mean? And and, and the match officials never improve themselves. They get worse, in fact. Because you're being told that, I mean, look,
0: did, you, did, did anyone see, and not this is not being a conspiracy theorist or anything, it was just an observation, and it was indicative of where the game is at the moment, where officials are almost beyond reproach. England are playing against Fiji. The, the big boss, the head honcho of world rugby, is sitting, sitting next to Kate Middleton.
1: Yes. Of course. Visibly
0: relieved. <laughs> Visibly relieved. <laughs> when England gets away with the win.
1: That's not a good
2: look. It isn't. He could have found someone else. And I know that, yes, he is the boss of all rugby, but I think they could have played it a bit better. Um, yes, she is She is the princess, and, and um, she does require attention. But I think, yeah, that's poor. It doesn't wrong game. Wrong game. You no, know, well, yeah. Wrong, that's game. wrong, wrong game. game. You could have wrong gone
1: to wrong. the last game against France because they are the hosts. That is a like wrong game. Game to be he's at, to Dude, body she's every, the prin- Whose princess is she? But
0: whose princess uh, uh, is she? Uh, whose princess Wales. is she? Oh, Wales. Wales, Wales, and it? Is. She's part of which yeah. the, the, the British royal family, yeah, exactly. But Basically, England, and it is right. So, how do you seem? How do you, how do you seem impartial? You'll never,
1: you, you can't be impartial in that if you're sitting next to her at their games. He, he, he should have gone goes, to the French game.
0: It was probably look. It was. It's, we're not saying anything. There's no conspiracy here that we're put. But we're just pointing out the fact that it's not a good look. Again, you're an official. You want to be yeah. part, You want to be beyond reproach, right? Because you've got to be. There's the job and there's the office. The job is doing what must be done for rugby, going to the meetings, yeah. doing all of this, policing the draws. Then there's the office. The office is, is tied to perception of you as a character, of you in your position you don't want to do the office is often tougher than than the job oh, true true because you have to make you have to make you have to make calls. sacrifices they're not you watching
2: you do the uncomfortable most of the time
0: exactly you <laughs> want to watch England play you can watch England play no you're an Englishman where it's okay we're happy for you to watch your country play but then go go watch it from somewhere else in the stadium don't go watch it sitting next to the princess of wales and where you're looking visibly stressed because they're not winning because because it's a tight game because it makes you it makes it look bad because then when the referee gets called into question but you're happy that the results turned out the way it did it then calls your credibility into question which you don't want to do we don't want that situation to end up this isn't football we don't we don't you know need what? that
1: Someone said um, after that Fiji that 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 game that um, certain parts of this were giving real uh, giving England would only win if they had a miracle. Now that's a Formula One reference. If you know what that means, <laughs> and you know what were, what was being said in that conversation, because England is so close to losing that. And how many games have they been so close to losing this World Cup? By the way, I think it's three now. Mm-hmm. If 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 not for bad or somewhat questionable match officiating i think it's three games now that they've been on that same uh, track so
2: i i don't wanna i don't wanna be to sound as well like a uh, advocate for poor officiating so uh, but i i I happen to watch i happen to watch um the bunnings npc this weekend and rugby is in a very bad place. Oh, yeah. that oh. Rugby is in, actually, when you talk about from an officiating point of view, we're in a terrible mm. place. Okay. And uh, you know what? It's sad to watch. You're watching World Cup and you're seeing a certain standard of, of officiating. And then you watch the Bunnings NPC and it's a totally different standard of officiating. And we've seen shades of this in this World Cup in that the way a Southern Hemisphere referee will referee a game is very different from the way a Northern Hemisphere referee is refereeing the game. And it's not always all poor, but the inconsistencies are bad. And we just want a game where everything flows and everything has, we don't want grey areas. We just want black or white and that's it. But our game at the moment has got too many grey areas, too much is going on. and we just don't need this i think it's 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 taking away from what should be good games the officials aren't helping themselves because they are making some dodgy calls but at the same time we just need consistency through and through we want to uh, know that if a player is 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 uh, puts his hands on the deck first and comes back to the ball it's a penalty not and that is it one we...
1: hand or two hands <laughs> On the deck. The I mean, because, there were you know, times where there's the one turnover England
0: got, where the rock was long formed, and then you yeah. just saw it towards you sticking
1: his hand in the hand and then he just... And then the rest said yes, yes, and you're like, what they are you saying turn, yes to? Turnover good. Turnover good. I mean, this is what I'm what? saying.
2: We can't have this kind of inconsistency. It isn't nice to watch. It is you know, actually
0: not nice to watch. We want the sport and, you know, and from my point of view, it takes away from the level, the amount of sacrifices that these players make, you know? People yeah. think, and people often underestimate it. Oh, yeah, you just get up, just go to the gym. Yeah, <laughs> you're just throwing a rugby ball around for, for your living. It's easy. That, that, that is not easy, guys. That stuff is not easy. Getting up at 5.30 in the morning, you know, eating oats with skimmed milk or water, depending where your skin folds are, Training three times a day, that stuff is hard. Time away from your family, constantly being in pain. As a rugby player, you're in constant pain. The only time that you'll be 100 percent fit is probably the very first game of preseason. But apart from but after then, you're always in pain, perpetually constant
1: broncos
0: constantly in in pain. That stuff is hard. The sacrifices you have to make just so you can perform at your peak, you know, and then for someone to come in and then make some nonsense calls. You've sacrificed so much of your life, so much of your life to get to this pivotal point of performance. And then somebody just completely disregards the rules for your team I mean for they they are strict with the rules on your team but they disregard them for the other team that is so insulting it's heartbreaking it's absolutely heartbreaking the sac- I mean we all saw Stuart Hogg in his interviews when he's bursting into tears that stuff takes a toll on you it weighs on you and for someone someone who is incompetent to make decisions that put all that make all those sacrifices for nothing that is so terrible. We owe it to the players. Not only the supporters, but we owe it to the players first and foremost. They're the ones who put their bodies on the line. They're the ones who don't see families. You know, Some of them don't see their kids growing up. They're the ones who sacrifice more than most. We owe it to them to get this right, to actually get this right, get the best people there doing the job. I mean, Antoine Dupont, guy had surgery, what, 24 days ago? On his face 24 days ago.
1: Yeah. Without hesitation. he's back on it.
0: Without hesitation, he's back on the field. You owe it to him. You know, Sia colisi had a devastating knee injury. And he worked hard to get back on the field. You owe it to him to make sure that you do your job properly. You owe it to these guys. You know, Cheslin Colby has had to fight so many battles in his life to get to the point he is at right now. You owe it to him to give him what he deserves or at least give him a fair shake. The Fijians, give them a fair shake. That's all we're asking. But no, we can't ask that because the ref must always be respected. Come on. We have got to be better as a sport. A hell of a lot better. Let the athletes shine. Give them the respect they deserve. They are good at what they do. They've worked hard to get to this point. Let them shine. Let their prowess shine. Let that decide the game. 100%. Agree with you. It's sad But anyway Look What can we say It is What it is For now what it it is. Is what it is. Look okay And moving on to the last quarterfinal Yeah Springboks <laughs> Ah they did job They did job mm. Honestly I was I actually think uh, That uh, That uh, Look That bench Did what they had to do the split, the makeup of the bench was, and I know initially I thought that they hadn't given that French pack and that French back row the respect it deserved, and it seemed that way in that first twenty minutes, that first thirty minutes. It seemed like mm, these guys sure, but the 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 players they brought on, you know, yeah, I I'm I'm in awe of one
2: player in particular guy and you know mm-hmm. what i i've i've not really had put enough respect on his name quakha <laughs> smith
0: i was well, that dude was a monster <laughs> that dude oh,
2: god I, I mean like i was i was advocating for for Jasper visa to be in the side and it, it, you know i had seen what Quacha had done in the games leading up and he's played almost every game come off the bench it started from that all black game Tw- and the guy is a colossus when he comes on, right? He's there for those quarter twenty minutes, but his impact is absolutely unbelievable, dude. It is crazy. It is crazy what that guy came on and did. It is crazy what, um, you know, uh, Ahia, that guy again. <laughs> I just don't know those arms. Right. Apparently, you can't you can't wrap him and his arms together. I don't know why, but. <laughs> There's an arm that's loose and free and holding a ball in one hand like it's, that thing looked like it
0: was a tennis ball in his hand. So, <laughs> and he's just waving so it around. Where I thought the genius in this bench was, wasn't that they knew that last quarter, the French with their backs were going to just light it up. Mm-hmm. And they put in guys who were mobile and able they literally horses for courses. They put in guys who are who are mobile enough to be able to be like, hey, 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 hey. not today. Not today. Sorry. Not happening. And that yeah. bench was genius. And I have to say, because I criticized the man hugely, but uh, I still don't think he's a 13. But Creole at the game of his life.
2: <laughs> Dude, I've not seen him play that well for the box. I don't even he he
0: just was he put his nice. body on the, kick. Spot, on the line that, that kick. decision. that that decision the ex i haven't seen a grubber that well executed since the 2019 season those who, who watched that game know what to i'm kick. talking about yeah? that grubber was sublime the decision the way he summed it all up and nah, krill it's it said it said that um <laughs> Um second semi-final. You might have to take a, se- a, a step backwards for Lucano, but but that wouldn't be a bad call, guys.
2: We that saw that wouldn't be a bad call. So that let's be honest, that was a bruising encounter, right? Very. Um, when you looked at what those bodies were like at the end of the game, it would be a good thing to make those brave calls. Um, and I, in England, I'm not, I know, I know, slouch. They've had a, they're they're not a shit team. They've had a couple of had games yes but they're that one team that can turn it on but if i believe if south africa want to win that final they're gonna to have to rest some bodies in this weekend they have to speaking make speaking about
1: board. that speaking about that
2: right are you going to talk about the controversy
1: there's, there's three or four controversies in this game that i would like to point out so i'm going to start with the the, the, the controversy of the hias yes I, I was right.
2: on, I was going to come to that. Yeah,
1: right. South Africa to me seemed like we're calling fake HIAS to make strategic subs because I don't but see H- some of that HIA, contact.
2: HIA is uh, remember HIA now is not necessarily it's not an on, it's not a team call. From my knowledge, it's made by the game doctor.
1: Okay, but something was but, off but it because the HIA was was I could that one I saw the impact. The second and the third one. It's I don't Peter see Stiff, where the impact the,
2: happened. The Peter Steff to Toy one, and where Peter Steff then came off, and uh, Dwayne came came back on after right. resting about ten minutes, and then <laughs> the ten minutes after that, he comes. Peter Steff comes back on, and there was still, and now he had rested and he had energy. He actually, to, to be honest, that 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 ten minute period where they made that change could have helped them in that game because I
1: think Dwayne came in and made a steal. Do you see that? They were actually playing rolling subs. They pretty much did. The guy came off, rested, HIA, whatever he did. When he came on, the guy who had came on for him didn't go off. They pulled off someone else and put the yes. HIA back in. So, they pulled off... <laughs>
2: I was. It, it, looked, it looked really dodgy. It looked really dodgy. But then... Uh, like I had to, I had to try and look at it and then see. But I, I thought that it was, I, like I said, I I would need to confirm it. Maybe you guys know. But I thought that there's a game doctor that re- that recommends HIAS.
1: Now, yeah, because yeah. they did HIAS and they did three thirty subs, right? Sorry, Gavin, you in his conference. No, no,
0: no. I was just saying, yeah, they, they're meant to be recommended by an independent game, uh, match doctor.
1: Yeah, but it, it's a rugby game, right? It's easy for you to take some knock and not get up off the floor, and that, that, that can result in you being said, Come off, come, come, take your head. Because literally, if you're going for a tackle the wrong way, which is easy enough to do, and then you just stay on the ground for five seconds longer than normal, that guy, you, you that can be, ah, oh, check him, go check him. Is he okay? Check him, come on, come see. Let's see it. And, and a doctor will be thinking, okay, I'm trying to save this guy. And other people are thinking, me pulling him off is putting the team, his team, into a bad position. But if the team is accounting for that HIA and saying, right, when that when that guy comes off, Bonambi, getting there, Peter Steph getting there, whoever, whoever getting there, then Dion, it's Fury, become... Dion
2: Fury was moved back to the it was, it <laughs> exactly. was a mess. But um look to be fair, let's not take away from the box victory.
1: Let's not take no, no, away from the box victory. Me, again. I think all oh, this is planned. I'm even questioning Lucano's call-up. I'm questioning if people were injured or if people were said to be injured, so other ah, people were called in. I'm questioning all these things now because that HIA movement was too mal. I'm I think I think Lucano and whoever else was called up was called up because. Certain people were seen to either be inadequate or not going to fulfill the game plan which needs to be played to win this world cup. Therefore, for us to make this happen, right? You are not injured, sit down. Hey, Lucano, come here. Whoever else is not injured, you come here. Uh, dude. dude, Drake's face
0: was messed up, bro. <laughs> I don't no, there was no fake.
1: His face was messed up. Yes, we can't, we can't, we can't pull that on off. But oh, did you guys notice this, in the yeah,
2: game? is Rassi, guys. Okay? This is Rassi. Come on. Rassi, Rassi is a magician. We can't... And then I think that's the thing. When we look at it, we always think Rassi's got something up his sleeve. And, I, I, you know, I, I've got great respect for that guy. And I just love the way he coaches. And I, I to an extent, I would have loved to have seen a, a Rassi coach at all side. You know, just for controversy's sake, <laughs> to see what he would do with it. Because he's, he's, he's a smart guy, man. But, you <laughs> know, control. look at the tactic. Look at look at the tactic Um, this weekend, right? Yep. Suddenly, you know, the, everyone is expecting uh, what's been happening over the last couple of things, uh, over the last couple of weeks. The box have been putting in the up and unders. But the up and unders have been traditionally chased by your two wings, right? So it's either Colby, if it's Kla, or whoever, it is, they go and challenge for the ball. Suddenly, they get into this quarterfinal. Up and under every up and under to the right was basically uh, who was who was talk- the left wing for France?
0: No, it, it was. it was. They targeted
2: Bale, uh, Bale, Berry. Bale Berry against Dutoy. It was a, It was a no contest. Dog. <laughs>
0: Straight. <laughs> Straight. 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 Oh, oh, no, that's... for the guy. <laughs> they are rude. <laughs> It's not rude. It's innovation, guys. It's it oh, innovation. That, I didn't that, even expect that's, it. That's typical <laughs> now was, yeah, that was proper. Where you're like, I can't even be mad at that. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I would never I would, I wouldn't have thought of it. And you
2: know what? It was like, you know, I thought, I was like, no, Peter Steph is having a shit game. And I started looking and I'm like, no, this guy is not involved where he usually is. He's over there. He's, over there. he's chilling, waiting. Why is he waiting? then I was like no these kicks are so shallow why because they're not going to go deep they know he can't chase as far he probably is not going to be fast enough to get to a a deeper box kick so it's very flat very shallow but every time what does it do it unsettles he gets there he taps the ball back that French defense is suddenly unstructured because they're not together and they exploit it I'm, I'm just amazed at at the thought that goes into the shit. and I was, I was just watching that game. Unfortunately, I didn't watch the All Black game with as much of an analytical eye because I was, I was watching it like a fan.
0: I'm going to be free honest. beer. Yeah, I there was free beer. That's, that's just just blame it on that. No, you know, it's um, and that's what you're saying. This is where again Ireland fell short in that. Where's the adaptability? Where's the Plan B? Yeah. It's very interesting to see because as I think who was it that said that they, they it was you know Scott what? Brits. Yeah. Stop Brits had been saying they'd been planning, they'd been planning for this for mm-hmm. the tw- for 2023 since 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they won 20, 2019. That wasn't in the plan. The plan was actually 2023. That's the World Cup they were targeting. So it's a bit worrying in terms of for England. Yeah. But England yes. have
1: a
2: reason have a reason. So that grudge match that England will play, and they've got a crap load of players that were in that uh semifinal.
1: Twenty
2: nineteen. It's not going to be a walk in the park. In that final, you mean?
1: In, in the, the final, final, final sorry. Yeah, I go. So we, we in New Zealand
2: New Zealand was the semifinal, sorry. In that final. There's guys that are hurting, and it'll be that same kind of anger that's 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 that mission that you're on to just say, You guys, we remember you, similar to New Zealand and Ireland. And it just goes back. I'm that's my only worry for the Springboks as they go into this, uh, into the semi final. And that's why I wouldn't rest players, but
0: that's, body- why would you rest anyone, dude? This is this is it. You, you're not you'd be insane to rest anyone. This is you're going for it, you're <laughs> yeah, going I mean, for it. Upon a rest. No, rest rest after the final. That's when you rest. So but, but I'm kind of sad that you know when I watched watching the French play in
2: that game, I am sad to see a, a talented bunch of players um not make it to the end. You know, they, just uh, watching yesterday, I was like, what the hell? That team the, is yeah. so hard to defend
0: against, dude. But it's young. It is. That's <laughs> the problem. That's we are forgetting that DuPont is only 26. We're forgetting that Roman Tamak is only 25. Is it 25 or 26? We're forgetting that Aldrit is 26. You see? Mm. Can you see where I'm going with this? That team is young, bruh. That's the scary part. It's, it's not that season
1: 26. and you will never be that time.
0: They can only get better. That is what is worrying. And we're also forgetting that there's a young Tuilangi waiting in the wings. Another one. Oh, you haven't seen this one, have you? He's the Another biggest. Another one. Of the lot. He's the biggest of the lot. He's Henry Tuolangi's son. He oh. is a monster. He huge. When, when we went, play, he was playing on the twenties, dude. He was playing lock for the under twenties. We watched. We watched them. We were at the stadium he and they were huge. playing
1: against
0: I guess, New Zealand. I've seen a lot of big. Big rugby players in my life. I've seen a lot of destructive ball carriers. But HB, when I'm telling you that this kid, you could hear, you could hear the impact. Like, because you we're sitting three, four rows up, you could hear it when these all blacks' back rows were throwing everything into him and they were bouncing off. Dude. And it took Peter like my three my guys. My exactly. Like I tried He's a big, How he's many? A big man and he Oh he's could a unit as well him. Three of them He's, he's not, a he's, not three he's, he's not the tallest He's just He's really wide He's yeah. really Really <laughs> wide But you, you could hear it You could hear it From like The fourth row Bah Bah And they're just like Falling off the guy And he's just like Chugging along with them And the kid is 18 mm. He's mm. a monster he's my God that kid you've got you've got him you've got they, they've they got so many youngsters so that French team they yeah I don't see the, I see them twenty twenty seven being at that level and it's gonna be scary I but have a, I have
1: one question it's... to ask one before we leave <clears throat> Essay what? what do you guys have to say about the individual play that like certain players put in like we're talking about Creole, right Mm. Like uh, my my standout was um, of course, uh, funny enough, what's his name? Um, Chosen Colby. That charge down shocked me.
2: Well, that was was the difference between that that. That was the difference between winning and losing when you look at it. One by one point. That commitment to be able to actually put your freaking just say I'm not. He didn't have to. Let's be honest, he actually did not have to. You right. know, like everyone, everyone, if you look at the modern game, and I haven't seen to be fair, I, I haven't seen many of those. To actually just pin your ears back and think, I'm going for this and I'm going, I'm just gonna go all the way there. That's 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 that winner mentality, dude. You that doesn't uh, come from nowhere. That's that winning mentality. I'm putting it all on the line, I want to do it. That was massive.
0: That was to me the game winner. It was the game winner, hundred percent. But that now it takes us to prediction time. Oh, <laughs> prediction <laughs> time. Well, this weekend, I think it's slightly easier. This weekend, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. I think it's slightly distance. easier. Okay, no, so HP. Your picks Friday night. All Blacks in Argentina.
1: All Blacks by ten. Okay, Drago. All Blacks by twenty. <laughs> You're rude. No,
2: no, so 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 I don't, I don't I'm not disrespecting the Argentines or anything like that, but I think number one, the All blacks have hit a different gear. And secondly, you could see, you could see, um, we spoke about this last week, a guy like Matera is missed and Kramer played well, and you know, they were individual Bruni as well, you know, he's he's he hasn't had a lot of game time, but when he came on, well, not when he came on. The fact that he started this weekend, he had a pretty good game. But I just don't see them being that side that pushed the All Blacks a couple of years back. And that's the only thing. But semifinals have done stranger things. But that's just my opinion on that one. I
1: think, I don't think Argentina are ever going to go back into that shell that they were in three, three or four years ago. Ever since they've gotten a taste of what it's like to even touch. <clears throat> Some of these great nations, they are not going to go down or fight. I I think ten is pushing it. I don't think they want to even pride wise and just they are holding up their country's name. It's gonna be a hard game.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be all blacks by twelve, uh, depending on who the ref is.
1: <laughs> all right.
0: No, it just He's, depends no. who the ref is. To be honest with you, it just really depends who the ref is. If it's if it's Wayne Barnes, which it's more than likely going to be. Oh my god! Uh, no, Wayne Barnes isn't bad. Wayne Barnes likes a free flowing game of rugby, so there won't be any negativity at the breakdown, which Argentina are quite prone to <laughs> to uh, uh, to, um, to 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 doing. They're prone to being quite negative at the breakdown, so he won't have time for that. And it's just about discipline, really. Um, yeah. All blacks keep their discipline. They should win this game at a canter. If they don't, it's going to be a very, very, very it'll long day. it a slugfest. And it'll, it'll become an arm fist. wrestle. Remember, Bofelli can nail them mm. from anywhere. From anywhere. Long 50, range. 55, 56 meters. He can nail them from anywhere. Having said that, Jordi as well. sure, Bit of a cannon but, uh, there as well. So, I, I think it'll be All Blacks by 12, uh, dependent on who the ref is. If if it's a negative ref, if it's a Frenchman, then
1: uh, it'll oh be All Blacks by like four. <clears throat> Shout tight. out to the homie Yako Piper. Get well soon. Yes, <laughs> get well soon. Buddy. And
0: the other semifinal, England and South Africa. This
2: is a more difficult one for me to call. No, but I think the box will take this one by five. <clears throat> oh, you're generous.
1: Look, England need to go down again. You know, um, box by by five. They ah. they, they just need yes. to understand that no matter what you do, it doesn't matter. You will never be first. simply I say box by twenty. Good yep. lord. Yep. tell box?
0: It's not even Tell, tell me where. Okay, you tell me where, right? England have the upper hand here. You tell me where. Just, just name any, any, any faster than the game. No no, no, no
2: no no hand
1: tackles, no, no arm tackles, Gavin. Farrell special. Did you see that? He tried to do one this last game. Yeah, he he did. Farrell was dirty as usual. But you
0: tell me, no honestly. You tell me where, where the England have an, have, have, have an advantage. The line-out, they don't. The scrum, they don't. In terms of my kids, they don't. Physicality, they don't. The
1: breakdown, Yeah, they don't. So you tell daily me. Daily was looking pretty good, though. Daily. Yes, one Daily. Did you not get
0: rolled? A couple of
1: times.
2: How's about, how's about this? What pisses me off about this English side and in particular, Ben Earl. I'm just going to put it out there, guys. That is the celebration of everything. Like, every celebration and he's won a freaking World Cup. Every celebration. Like, if eternal, (laughs) the guy has won a World Cup. If it's if it's a big hit, he's won a world cup, the celebration. You know what I mean? That yeah. Is, ah, yeah, and I'm just it irritates me, it's grinding me up the wrong.
0: They are extremely games. unlikable. England exactly. are extremely unlikable. They try and really hard, hard at it box, as well. Not saying the box is super likable, but at least you know they can back it, they can back it up. You know, I just don't mm. see England having the upper hand anyway. Anyway. Yeah, sure. They'll be
2: they'll struggle to get up
0: and I see a twenty point win for the box. HB, have
2: you given your prediction? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Box by five. Yeah, that's what I said, isn't it? Yeah, that's what you said as well. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, Make I sure you lock in your it, super I don't wanna
0: the super brew is dangerous. <laughs> it's,
2: it's, if I had played if I had played played brew, I think this weekend I probably would have won. I'm pretty sure my prediction was France box by one.
1: No, it wasn't. So what you said last episode. Are you sure? Yeah, you did not say that. Are you, sure? you guys are forgetting. We pick our Super Brew on Thursday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, on I, honestly, I honestly think I honestly think Box will smash England. I just I don't see England presenting a challenge. A challenge you know? Well, there'll yeah. be a challenge in the first 10-15 for the first quarter there'll be a challenge. But I just no, after I it think just opens up. yeah, I think there's too much brute force in that Springbok side, far too much brute force. man. 100%.
1: Let's hope they have no plan, D, E, F, more alpha uh, England, coming england
0: up. England are in a plan. England I in a plan. And it's so sad. When you look at the quality of the game I watched, of the Guinness Premiership performance, or whatever they call it now, When you look at some of those games, the quality of that, I mean, like Exeter Chiefs tore Saracens to shreds, to absolute shreds. You're like, is this an English team? It was phenomenal to watch. But anyway, predictions locked in. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Uh, Strap yourselves in. It's going to be a very long wait till 9 o'clock on Friday night. And actually, even longer till 9 o'clock on Saturday. Um, Can't wait for it. It's going to be epic. Take care, everybody. HB, Father, any 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 last words?
2: I'm looking for another blesser for this weekend's All black game. Uh, <laughs> is anyone stupid enough to 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 bet money with me? Yes. <laughs> nah, enjoy the rugby, guys. It's enjoyable, good fun, and I'm hoping for another crack of a weekend.
0: All right, peace out, everybody.